Hi friends, welcome to the St. Anne Parish Podcast, where we seek to bring people to Jesus, form disciples, and send them to transform the world. We hope you enjoy this episode. I love being Catholic. That might not be a surprise. But I love being Catholic because the Catholic Church and sees in the teachings of Jesus uh, such a robust purpose of suffering. That suffering is not something that is wasted, it is something that can be united with the Lord. We have this term compassion. The Latin of compassion, as you know, C-O-M is from the Latin word cum, meaning with, passion, meaning to suffer, that you are suffering with. And so this compassion that the Lord has for us and that we have for others is that we are walking with them, embracing them in their life, that they, we are together. And so in our suffering, we triumph that we do not necessarily suffer alone that we have a God who did not sit far away in heaven and just look at us. We have a God who loved us so much that he sent his son, that in the fullness of time he may be born of a woman, Jesus Christ. And he lived a life like yours and mine in all ways but sin. And this life was not free from suffering. He has compassion. He is suffering with us. In his own life, one of his dear friends died and he wept at his cross. Luke 23 tells us right before that in the garden, he sweat blood. In his childhood, his parents were destitute. They couldn't even find a place for him to be born. He was laid in a manger, a feeding trough. People tried to kill him when he was just a baby. He experienced the suffering in all ways but sin. And as Catholics, we are not called to hide away our grief. We are not called to necessarily put on a brave face and pretend like nothing is going wrong. Our first reading today, do you recall how it ended? Job is having a rough time in his life. Family was taken away from him. His business has failed. He has boils all over him. His physical strength is gone. And he calls out to the Lord and he says, I feel like I'm never going to be happy again. I feel like I'm never going to be happy again. And what I love about the fact that we boldly put that as our first reading, I feel like I'm never going to be happy again, period. We just speak that out. And the church and God gives us this inspired word, this encounter with the life of Job, so that you can know that it is okay not to feel okay. And that when you are suffering, when you are in grief, when you feel like your life is falling apart, 
There is someone that has compassion for you, and that person is the most high God, the creator of heaven and earth, that sent his son, that when we were dead in our transgressions, he sent his son to be born and to die on the cross so that you may live. And just like that cross, a dark moment in human history, that was not the end. Even that darkest moment gave way to the beauty of the resurrection, the defeat of death, and the darkness when we suffer with the Lord and we tell him about it. We will experience that same resurrection. We don't know when, we don't know the purpose, but we know that it will happen. I want to give you just a couple of things to do if perhaps you're in kind of this Job season of your life. First, I want you to feel comfortable telling the Lord, I'm in a time in my life where I don't feel like I'm ever going to be happy again. To tell him about that because he cares about you and he wants to hear it. He gives you permission to feel that way and to tell him about it. I like to, when there are moments like that in my own life, I like to actually open up the Psalms. The Psalms, if you you have the NAB Bible, has like little headings, and it'll be like Psalms of distress, Psalms of sadness, Psalms of joy. My favorite Psalm is Psalm 88. And it's, for those of you who know, I read it once a week. Um, It's in the night prayer that all priests pray. And it says, my life's awful, everyone's abandoned me, my one companion is darkness. <laughs> it's okay not to be okay. And there are some times where, where I pray that psalm and I don't feel that way. But I pray it as an intercession for somebody else, for the people of our church that might feel that way. And so I encourage you, if you have a strong emotion, the Lord doesn't want you to hide it away and pretend like it's not there, he wants to suffer with you. He wants you to allow her to suffer with him. He wants to unify in that. So pick out a psalm and just proclaim it boldly to the Lord. The second thing I want you to do is before you enter into that place of, I don't feel like I'm ever gonna be happy again, my one companion is darkness, God has given us a church, a community. When you're in the good time of life, when it seems like rainbows and sunshine, In that season, we need to be building up community of other believers. Job, his friends were like, you should just curse God, give up on him. No, those are not the people we need in our life. And so if it is in the good season of life, be working to build up community. Make a home with other people here at this church. If you're a teenager, we have a great youth group. Middle schoolers, great youth group, great children's ministry. Be part of that. If you're an adult, we have Bible studies, Alpha, Chirp, a million things. If you're a woman, we have a women's summit coming up. Build community so that you have someone to rest on when you're not okay. Paul says in Corinthians 12, when one part of the body is suffering, the body suffers together. When it's joyful, we're joyful together. And so if it's difficult, make sure we're building up community. And then finally, I have found this to be true. That when I'm going through one of those I'm not okay moments, I find that being grateful 
and serving others helps me to break out of that. I don't know if that makes sense. When I can be a gift to somebody else, it really allows that grace to be flowing. And so I would encourage you, if you're in that season, to maybe you, can, maybe you don't have enough energy to go out and do any acts of service or to be kind, but you can pray for other people. You can intercede. You can offer up some of that difficulty saying, Lord, I'm gonna carry this cross for this person and not waste it. And I find that as I do that, it helps me to suffer with the Lord because that's what he did. He carried his cross and he was thinking of you. He died on the cross thinking of you so that life may be in your life. It's okay to not be okay. And the Lord gives us that permission. And he gave it today. And so we receive that in all joy, knowing that James said, I consider it pure joy whenever I face trials of many kind, for by the testing of my faith creates perseverance. That's the hope, but sometimes we don't feel that way. And if you're in the season of, I don't feel like I'm ever going to be happy again, reach out to the Lord, reach out to the community, and know that the Lord has overcome all things. Amen. Before our creed, I would like to remind us um, that we are the body of Christ and the bishop is our chief shepherd. He has a mission in our diocese to be able to provide. Uh, our mission here at St. Anne's is to bring people to Jesus, to form disciples and to send them to transform the world. We're just one little outpost of the bishop's wider mission. Um, and he has some really wonderful things that he is trying to do this upcoming year to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. One of the things that he wants to do is to go into the prisons and to make sure that every single person who wants a Bible and a rosary can have a Bible and a rosary. As St. Paul wrote to Timothy uh, when he was in jail, he said, I am in chains, but the word of God is never chained. And so Bishop's mission is just so good with ours. Uh, a large portion of that goes to help Catholic education. And then uh, the overwhelming majority of it goes, not the majority, a large part, a third of it goes to the education of seminarians and to the making sure that your future generations as we fill our churches will have a happy, healthy, and holy priests that give the sacrament of reconciliation and the Eucharist faithfully. And so please, as a family, consider praying about that. We'll talk a little bit more about it later. The St. Anne vision is to bring people to Jesus, form disciples, and send them to transform the world. To learn more about St. Anne, go to stannparish.org. God bless.